0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Yo, bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. It's our lifestyle. It's the lifestyle. It's us being who we are. We connectors. Connectors. We like to make sure that the people connected with the people they need to be connected to, whether it's sports, entertainment, politics, books you should read, terms you should know, just anything, any connection that can make your life possibly better. That's what we want to do for the people. Yeah. So, what's been going on with you? Hey, man, nothing. Just pressing play on a lot of good music. We keep discussing that. I just like I like the rate that the music coming out, and yeah, I think yeah, I do yeah. because the cream rises to the top. Because you only go get. A couple minutes. These last my three time, weeks, man. mean. Yeah, these saying. last three weeks, a lot of good shit came out, and man. It's I do to the top. Of the, yeah, shit yeah, the cream going right to the top, but a lot of good shit came out. Hopefully, this could stay. This could. This could stay to the end of the year. But if niggas having a motherfucking album conversation, album of the year, and they ain't saying Nipsey Hustle, bro. I still think that out of everything that came out, you, you know what I was Hussle. disappointed in though. I was disappointed that Sahi ain't dropped no visuals. Like, uh, you know what? But I was thinking that that technically came out last year. I, I was thinking that myself. Like that was it gotta, last year? Yeah, we got to look the data. But I feel like Nipsey ain't dropping enough visuals either. But he just dropped that dog ass movie. Yeah, but I need visuals to yeah You know what I'm saying? Because uh, yeah, yeah. Sahi, his project was actually a movie. If you could, because every song follow each other. And yeah, go that was last other. year though. That was last year. Okay, so, yeah, so definitely out of money year. So you got a term? Yeah, I got a term. My term is law and act of the supreme legislative body of a state or nation is uh, distinguished from the constitution that's actually the seventh definition definition because it has a lot but that's the one that stood out to me what about you all right so i i got politics and it's the process of making decisions that apply to members of a group it refers to achieving and exercising positions of governance Organized control over a human community, particularly a state. The academic study of focusing on just politics, which is therefore more targeted than a political science, is sometimes referred to as politicology. (laughs) I don't know. Because it was going to sound fake. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was going to sound fake, but... Uh, that's politics, and a lot of y'all might understand politics in a different way of street politics. So, in a different sense, so let's talk street politics. If I'm from a certain set and your yeah. man's from another certain set, yeah. and we both bubbling and we both hot, we can't work together because we from them certain sets and blood done spilled. Them street politics, yeah. other street politics is I might say your life knowing your big homies and you don't know I know your big homies because right. of jail politics. I could have been introduced to them like and uh, this politic game is crazy. It's right. serious. Just you know a what I'm word, politics. the word politics. Yeah. is so much work politics you know what? Work politics is actually why I didn't get back whole when I went back to the plant because we looked so much alike that yeah, the they person was who was you. supposed to represent me was mad at you, and so work I didn't politics. get the proper representation. Yeah. And, and so that's work politics. You, you know what I'm saying? Not. So politics, everything, women politics, if you know that your girl is beefing with somebody, you shouldn't mess with them because that's going to mess up everything that you got going on because that girl really just wants you to mess with her so she can interfere in your relationship. That's relationship politics. Even with music, it's label politics. Like I might have started out as an intern And when I was an intern Everybody in the office was shitting on me Now I'm the big dog And everybody Some of them people in the offices They sons trying to get record deals they so daughters. them down So I'm shutting them down Because them politics But when you're a politician You just got to play the game And we go talk to Um our guest today is Jeremy Orr. What's going on, Jeremy? That's why we got these terms, politics and law, because we go get into how politics work, what it is to be a lawyer, a, a black lawyer. Y'all see, black we, male lawyer. a black male lawyer. Y'all see, we go pull these lawyers out. We go because if you need these people, you can contact us to contact them. If you need to know what these people are doing, if you need to get involved with some of these initiatives, or you just wanna. You're a young kid and you want to know what it really takes to be a lawyer. What's the struggle for a black male lawyer? Because we already gave you the side of a female. black female lawyer who tells you about the politics. So we go get into it with Jeremy. Or how you doing, Jeremy? Introduce yourself to the people.
1: What's going on, fellas? Man, happy to be here today. Thanks thank for uh, you, thank you. having me on, man. My name is Jeremy Orr. Uh, you know, from here, Detroit, born and raised. Uh, you know, attorney in the area. You know, political a little bit. Try to you know move in between spaces and make sure. And I'm plugged in and connecting the community with the resources, like y'all mentioned. Right. So right, what right. kind of attorney are you? Man, so I mainly do civil rights law and some environmental law.
0: Okay. Now, I got a real question for you before we get into anything. Yeah. What is a civil right? What the fuck is a civil right? Man. And the reason I asked that is because I heard uh Dick Gregory say that. He said, uh when women fight, it's women's rights, so it could be identified to one specific problem. We need rights for these women's when... uh when anybody else fight, it's always specifically one thing that they fighting for. But when you when black people fight, they say you fighting for civil rights. But if you ask black people what's a civil right, the conversation stops. So what is actually a civil right?
1: Yeah, yeah, man, that's a great question. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, we hear people like you mentioned get into the space of LGBT rights, right? right. Or, or or women's rights or um you know children's rights, but civil rights—people uh, associated with black people because they associated with the civil rights movement, right? Right, but the reality is that civil rights are for everybody, right? right. It's just so, a matter so
0: like of the civilization, yeah. So rights of the civilization,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. about right making sure that everybody is included, okay. right, and everybody is protected, not just white people, right? right? And the thing
0: about uh, the civil rights fight is. It helped everybody but black people, and people think that it's only for black people, but civil rights has actually never helped black people the way it helped everybody else. Because I was actually thinking, because I was thinking about the conversation, I, I was thinking about, I was going to ask you that. Like, when, he, when, you, when I read your bio and it said civil rights, I already knew I was going to ask you that. And yesterday I was thinking, like, everybody's benefited off of civil rights but black people. But the crazy part is everybody tries to equivalent their struggle to the black struggle yeah. like if you're if you are a homosexual now you can't even say homosexual you got to give them letters you know what i'm saying so if you're a homosexual and you're black you didn't take on the black fight you took on the homosexual fight and just totally lost the black fight If you're a black woman and you're going for white I mean civil, I mean women's rights You totally disregarded the black woman In you and took on the woman's Rights fight and I think that's what People don't realize like black people have Never benefited from the struggle And everybody puts their struggle In the civil rights term and say Oh like the civil rights movement In the 60s but We still marching today, we still going through the exact Same things today but then everybody else benefits from that. So how do you feel about something like that? Bro, I
1: mean, you hit the nail right on the head, man. I mean, you know, we talk about civil rights, right, and and in particular affirmative action, which came out of it. Right, Right, right. Like I had a job years ago, man, where I was the only black I was the only person of color, right, literally the only black person on a gig. I asked them with over 200 people on the job. I asked them, you know, they had a diversity committee. I swear to God. Had, <laughs> a di- white had a diversity committee, right? Yeah. And, and so I asked them, like, yo, man, like, what's going on with diversity committee? How long has it been around? They go, it's been around for about 10 years. I'm like, I'm the only person of color. Not even, only, I'm the only person of color here. And they go. I'm like, what y'all been doing for ten years? They go, oh no, no, we we we've increased uh, we've increased women, white uh, women, because affirmative fi- action white women by helped 50% white percent. women
0: more than they yeah. help anybody else. And even that term, a uh, person of color, like I don't use that because when you use that term and you're speaking about black people specifically, that still add too many people to the pot. Mm. Someone from India is technically in America a person of color. We don't face the same issues. Yeah. I never use person of color because that helped the agenda of saying, well, wait a minute, we, we have people, people, people of color. No, we Mm. speaking black people from America specifically because Africans in America, besides women, has the highest education rate. They go on to do great things. Maybe they see the opportunity that we didn't see because we grew up in a pot. Right. 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 So when people been. So if this is a pot of soup. Right. This is how I look at life in America. Right. This is a pot of soup. Right. Black people at the bottom of the pot. So you know at the bottom of the pot when you're cooking the soup, if you don't stir it, that's what burn first, right? Hmm. So when Africans come to America, they not at the bottom of the pot. Yeah, you might be black in the pot, but you a little higher. So while we burning, fighting for these issues, you benefit from it because you from Africa. You have like the best of both worlds per se because I don't think Africans come from huts, but some people do come from being dirt poor. So they're going to be like, well, if I'm in America and these black people already burnt at the bottom of the pot— I'm going to move up, step what they won't do, and then I'm going to rise to the top. And that's what happened. But when you say people of color, it's like we're we talking black Americans. We're not talking Africans from Africa who in America. We're not talking Indians. They even put oriental people as people of color. Like, stop it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Well, our issues are black issues. You know what I mean? Even with the LGBT, right? You know, I'm for polygamy, Right. I've never heard an LGBT, whatever person step up and say, if gay people can get married, we should fight for polygamy too. So I don't even, that's not my business. Like, no, if you ain't fighting for polygamy, why would I fight for the right for you to get married? That's a civil right. Civilly, I should be married to whoever I want, however many people I want. Or no, civilly, I want to be married to more than one woman. At the same time in America. So if it's okay for us to fight for you, if we fighting for your fight, then why y'all ain't stepping up and saying, hey, attach polygamy to that bill? Because you want to attach polygamy to them letters that you're putting out there when that ain't the same thing. And that's like why I don't use the term civil rights. Or, or people of color. So let's talk about growing up. To in Detroit, which actually led you to be like, because you're an activist, you like a real community
1: activist. You into
0: making sure the community better and all that. So, what was your experience like growing up in Detroit?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, I got my start in community organizing when I came out of college, right? But, okay. but prior to that, what prompted all of that, man, was I grew up between six and seven mile in Evergreen. Yeah, right. It was over by what used to be the YMCA on Seven Mile in Lasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up going to that boy every summer until it was shut down. Right. Shut down, man. And, and there was a span of time where eventually our parents would end up putting me and my brothers, man, in the sports. And that was kind of our way out, really right. way out the hood. But the big thing was I remember that that shutting down and what that meant for me. And I remember growing up, going to college, having this little internship where I was working at a community center uh, where these folks came in. Basically, city government came in. said we're cutting we're cutting community center services. Right. All these black and brown kids, low income kids in this community no longer going to have after school program and no longer yeah. going to have senior citizen program right. no longer going to have all these resources that they needed that were essential right for that community and for me it clicked it was like wow like what happened here was what happened to me 20 years ago. Right, right? so you felt it on a different oh, level. Oh, I felt it in that moment, like it, like a light bulb went off. Dog, like, nobody. immediately. Like, immediately.
0: And that's what, uh, like, like we always say about the conspiracy theory episode, that is, like, my big, one of my biggest conspiracy theories, like, when I said, like, they get you here for the plant, you build the community around auto workers and everything like that, then they just start taking everything away, because the thing is, you went down the right path, but when that community center shut, I bet you that's when the young man starts selling drugs like crazy, start getting. Murder like crazy. See, it's hard for me to go to the community center with you every day and, and kill, kill you. you. Yeah, yeah, because we went to the same school. Yep. We went to the community center for twenty years together. It's gonna be hard for me to kill you because my parents know your parents. I'm gonna experience the pain somehow. But when you put dope in the mix and we ain't seen each other in five years and I'm making a, what I can perceive is a ton of money, especially between the six seven and, and seven miles yeah, right. on Evergreen. Oh, killing! So what if we yeah. went to community center ten years ago together? I don't know that nigga no more. Yep, killing. Right. And that's more people in drugs, right. I mean jail, more, more drugs yeah, in the community. Yeah. So you so you say uh, you got brothers. Uh, how, where do you fall in the line of siblings?
1: Man, so I'm the youngest. I got two older brothers. Uh, you know, all of us played sports growing up. All of us went to college on athletic scholarships. You were on up. track? Football and football,
0: track. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to MSU on a uh,
1: football scholarship? Yeah, yeah, did two sports. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. that's cool, that's cool. What, uh, what did you doing on track? Um, back then, 400. You don't want to lace them up, bro. Hey, me neither. He want to lace up. I don't, yeah. don't want to. I'm talking shit. Not, not yeah. no I'm, more. Yeah.
0: I've never wanted to lace up. I probably can run like five squares on the motherfucking God sidewalk. God. Yeah. I can run. yeah I'm like, uh, so, boom. You um. What? How? How does hip hop fit into this? As you growing up, and you 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 community conscious. So when I say community conscious, like a lot of people associate. What? Well, what age range are you in? Thirties. Uh, uh, okay, so you in your thirties. So you was right there in the middle of. Conscious rap and destructive rap is what mm. it really ended up being. We didn't know that. Like, we didn't know that loving N.W.A. would do so much and all of that. But how did hip-hop influence, like, everything you're seeing now? Like, when yeah. you're looking at the community centers and when you're looking at the activism that you're doing, even being a lawyer, because you're actually a lawyer. So you probably... Well, you're a civil rights attorney for well, the most so, part. Some, some of them cases are civil rights cases. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. I could come through on a criminal case, but it ended yep. up being and so civil big, right. it's a civil rights case. So how did uh, hip-hop influence like everything that you wanted to do growing up?
1: Yeah, yeah, right, man. And, and I think, you know, for me, hip-hop is, music is a huge part of it, right? But also understanding hip-hop is a subculture, right? And I, and I think that's where it really influenced me, right? Realizing that hip-hop is about, right, it's about art, right? It's a, it's about fashion it's about language right and, and and connecting with people man and that's right. the part that i think for me so music you know in a, in a sense kind of only made me aware right like music yeah. I, I feel like you know people have to argue right is like is art a reflection of life or is life a you know reflection of art, art man and i don't know the answer right but yeah. i know the the music i listen to the stuff i'm hearing man it's my reality yeah, right? right and it's somebody else's reality right? right um and for me it's like man like being conscious of of, of music in particular hip-hop because there's there are, there are a ton of things that are essential to black African-American communities in America, right? Yeah. Hip-hop absolutely is one of them, yeah. right, that everybody wants to take credit <coughs> for and latch on to now. Uh, but, man, like that being essential to our community and being authentic to our community, yeah. man, it was just something that you can't, I mean, you can't avoid. You can't avoid it, yeah. So you,
0: you, uh, you say you was on a dual scholarship, so you go to, what was your first degree in?
1: Man, so my degree was in, uh, undergrad was in, um, it's crazy, it don't even exist anymore. It was called Family Community Services.
0: Uh, okay, so you have a degree in this, and was it a full ride scholarship? Yeah. Okay, because I'm about to say, do you got to pay, buddy? Like, do you got to pay some yeah, no. day for some shit that
1: don't exist? You feel what I'm saying? No, Though that was going to be a real question. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: um, well, wait a minute. So, if it don't uh, uh, exist, so
1: they, I, like they changed the name. So, okay, I graduated. Yeah. And then I went back. You know, you go back, get your transcript. Somebody want to see your transcript yeah. for a job or something. I went back. They sent me a transcript with a whole nother degree. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dog, this ain't my degree. Yeah. they like, your degree don't exist. We changed it. The closest thing to it is this. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, uh, yeah. Crazy.
0: So, that, I mean, I think college is a conspiracy, too. Like, because uh, I don't know what people don't understand is college used to be free. You just had to get accepted. And once, uh, once we was really out of bondage of your know, people from slavery and Africans in America tried to— Go for further education. That's the only anything in America that Black people try to do. The, the main wall they can put up is a financial wall. You want to buy a house, right? Okay, well so we, go you real line or... Okay, you want a house over here, but you can only afford a house on this side of the tracks. You want to go to college? Wait a minute. If you want to go to the good colleges, you got to pay this much money, and that's when college start becoming a business because. Harvard was prestigious because they accepted the best of the best, but now when we showed that we the best of the best, they like, we can't accept all of y'all, it's going to be $40,000 a semester if we accept you, if you don't get on a scholarship, somebody going to be like, i go to... Morris Brown. You what you, but said, you should go there anyway, I feel like though. that, too. Like, right? like I feel like the HBCUs, like Luke was saying, like the HBCUs to get away from the NCAA and all of that. And it's enough black people that if you put all the, the football stars and all that. Because with sports, because you said you play football. Like, what I always used to love about football is you can go like eight round, eighth round in the draft and still have an impact. Yep. So that means that don't matter what school you go to. So... All these superstar black athletes go to USC and Michigan State and all of Ohio this. Ohio State. Ohio State. But these are places that you really only the talent and you don't even matter to them until yep. you are done being a talent and you can uh what's that called? Recruit. Recruit no yeah, you could you could benefit them, but you could do that same thing at a black college. You know what I'm saying? Like I got accepted to Savannah State University fresh out of high school. No uh no ACT, no SAT, none of that. Like, my grades was enough to get me in, but I didn't understand the significance of what that would have meant to my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was a young, wild dude, and my brother didn't fill out – we twins. We identical twins. We had never been apart, and he ain't fill out an application. So I'm like, oh, well, yeah. won't be going to there. But I said all that to say this. Like, when you go to a place like Michigan State and you get your transcripts and they say, we changed your degree, like – how does that make you feel? Like I actually went and learned this stuff under the pretense of I've never even heard of them doing that before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now man, you know, I, I, like I ain't feel any kind of way, man. Because the thing was, uh, like you mentioned, right? Like it's it's so much that goes into college, and right now college is like big business, right? Super dog, it's huge. like a corporation. Yeah. So for me, they can change my degree, but they can't change what I learned in that capacity, okay, right? So right. it's like, dog, I ain't care. Like you know, you can call them whatever you want to call. Them. I got the knowledge, right? Yeah. I got the paper. I'm out, but. Plus,
0: they do Um, that. So back when I first started, when when we went to Henry Ford, I went for communications. It's no such thing no more. It's electronic media. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it probably was like, we got to change just with the times. But Michigan State's still on it. That's all people want to see. You could be the worst student at Michigan State and go get the (laughs) job before somebody who went to uh northern kentucky you know what i'm saying with the best degree so that's really what it is, is you attach the name to it so they're like okay we just want to make sure this guy went to michigan state <laughs> you know what I'm so saying. so so you graduate from uh, michigan state with your first degree what made you decide to go to law school or was that always the plan
1: or like nah, never the plan dog i hate school right like i <laughs> like i hate it sounds crazy right but like, i i hate the the process of school i hate sitting in a classroom like I hate looking at a board. I hate somebody just lecturing me. The actual structure, the yeah. structure of school, right? I mean, it's a whole other conversation about school being structured like prison, right? Yeah, that that, I was just about thing. to say that. Yeah, that like, like my daughter <laughs> go to
0: school where you got to wear uniforms, and I was like, she not going here next year because the shoes got to be black. And I'm yep. like, no, she wearing whatever shoe. If if you say she got to wear a uniform, I'm gonna say she can wear whatever shoes yep. she want, and and I'm paying for the shoes. So if yep. you ain't go come pay for them, and but it's just getting them ready, like you already know. Walk on this side of the wall if you are yep. going this way. Yep. When we you eat went three to times school. Day. When we went to school, you just walking on. Hallway, yeah. you just get to your destination. Yeah. You no, know, walk on the left side. Going, no, nah, no, nah, this is too much sound, too much like school to prison pipeline. Oh a bit. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah? yeah. and that's real, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's real, real, like that school to prison pipeline, and that's something that's been bubbling up more and more lately. Um But yeah, just thinking about for me, like I never, when I was done with school, I was done with school, right? Like I got it paid <laughs> before I graduated. I got a job. I'm good. Yeah. But my job was community organizing, right? Yeah. So I was literally. In a community organizing churches, organizing organizations, like door to door, like knocking on people's doors, talking about stuff like transportation, affordable housing, homelessness, uh, violence and drug prevention. But in that space, the thing that kept coming up was every time we wanted to do something, we had to go talk to the city and the city or the state or the county wouldn't say nothing without a lawyer present. Right, yeah. they were not doing nothing unless their lawyer was present. They were not committing yeah. to nothing. They wasn't committing no finances unless their lawyer was present. It was like, oh, like the people in the room that's really making the decisions, they're here, but they won't even do nothing unless it's do with this dude with his law degree is present, yeah. right? And it was like for me, a, a you know, another light bulb went off. Like, man, like I want, I want that juice, right? I want that <laughs> yeah. power. I want that access where right. cats ain't moving unless they talk to their lawyer, yeah. right? And for me, man, that was a that was a no brainer. So after organizing, doing community organizing for about three or so years, man, decided. Law school was the was the ticket, so decided to go back, man, and, and, and did. What so,
0: uh, what law school did you end up going to? You went so
1: to I, I went right back to Michigan State. Okay, yeah. Okay. How, how is they law school? Good. Like, so far as you know, how it Yeah, is it's about. ranked in I think it's like seventy something now. You know, yeah. in, in the country, it most people know it from Detroit College of Law. So yeah. it was at the time one of the only colleges law schools that black people could go to. Yeah. Okay, right in Michigan and in the country. So Detroit College of Law used to be. The corner of it was where, I think it was like third base of where Tiger, like Comerica Park is right now, like yeah. third base at Comerica Park. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State ended up, you know, doing a partnership, buying it out, and moved to a university, to law school up there. Okay. So it has deep roots in the city of Detroit, huge alumni, black alumni base yeah. here in Detroit, yeah. uh, but it's Michigan State now. So.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah. being a civil rights attorney, I got to ask you about Johnny Cochran. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I read uh, some of his books. And then everybody known him from the OJ trial But he was Geronimo Pratt's lawyer Like like that, that story Because I read the Geronimo Pratt book first right? So when I read the book He say Johnny Cocker told him If I don't do nothing else before I die I'm going to get you out of jail And that happened you know what I'm saying? So, like, when you doing civil rights stuff and you being a black attorney and then you look at somebody like Johnny Cochran, like, what do you think about that? Like, because he was actually glorified for being an OJ lawyer, but he was he just so, so much, much more ball, before he even, He was actually PAC lawyer, too, at one point. Yeah. But we go, going <laughs> to swing that around, too. But... Like when you think about it, like he did, that's how he was able to win that. That's the, why them them prosecutors were scared. That's why Christopher Darton actually felt played, like you were on the wrong side of the fence because you knew you was going up to against a legend. But I don't like you in your thirties. I'm mean, we in our thirties. We had no clue who this guy yeah. was. He was yeah. just funny. He was just saying funny shit. But then like yeah. when you get to read the books and stuff, like that was like from what I know as attorneys, like, one of the most amazing attorneys, like, that walked the face of the earth. Yeah, I I got a conspiracy about that, too, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: like, hands down, man. Like, Johnny Cochran is, like, that's who people, black, white, whatever, right? Like, you know Johnny Cochran to be one of, if not the best lawyer in, like, modern time, let alone civil rights, whatever, right? Right. And and I think, like you mentioned, he did so much more before O.J., after O.J., uh, but, like, the O.J. trial was, like, a culmination of, like, all of this civil rights advocacy and knowledge that he yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, right. That was the perfect case that, for that. Yeah. For that. Perfect case, yeah. man. In that community, uh, with that officer, man, in that yeah. situation, it was a perfect case. Yeah. And he just he he took it there. Yeah,
0: and like did you did you read the Geronimo are you hip to the Geronimo Pratt book? I've been read the book. Okay, so basically, Geronimo Pratt he came to California and caught a charge and never left. Like, like he was went to jail. <laughs> went to jail. So his if he was in California for in the prison for twenty five years, like he probably had been in California twenty six years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Johnny Cochran, somebody gate like pulled him in on the case. Like, bro, this you're not gonna believe it. Like, this is. A set a sham if it and it took so many years to get him out of prison, man. And he got him out though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause at first he wasn't gonna take it. He like, man, this this shit is like, it's over. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I think it was his wife at the time. Like, you scared. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you must be scared that it's gonna affect you, like you go lose. Because yep. he used to be a big time prosecutor. People don't know that too. Johnny Cochran was a prosecutor mm-hmm. at one time, you know what I'm saying? And I think that black men should be prosecutors. And I think black men should be prosecutors for the for the reason is because I can relate, bro. Yep. Like I literally literally can relate. Like a white prosecutor not gonna be able to relate to we've been having trouble since we was in third grade and we have been going back and forth and we have been fighting. And now that we twenty five years old, we still got them same problems. I had no choice but to kill him. Yeah. It's just it wasn't like I woke up Monday going out to hunt and the white people, you know what I'm saying, the white prosecutor, they just look at us like animals. So they're yeah. like, whatever. But the black prosecutor like, yeah, because my brother still beefing with Jimmy and they've been doing that since they was kids. I could relate. So let me not give this young black man a murder charge. Let me give him a manslaughter or something. Let yeah. me give him a second chance at life at some point, you know what I'm saying? So like and being a civil rights attorney, what type of cases do you come across? Like what man, type of all, stuff do you see like that you like, goddamn, it's 2018? Like all for types,
1: real? man. All types. Even even recently, man, you know, I, like I had a case, uh, and I don't normally do criminal stuff, but I ended up taking a criminal case a few months ago. I won't yeah. go into details, but it was a it was a kid protesting uh white supremacy, Richard Spencer came to came to Michigan a few months back. Yeah. This was after you know, dude got the people killed in Virginia, was out there acting the fool last year, he came to Michigan. And I took a case of a kid, the only black kid to get arrested at a protest, predominantly, you know, white people protesting other white people. Um, kid got locked up, got two felony charges because he was there protesting. They said he disobeyed um, disobeyed um, the police officer telling them to move back. Kid in his last year of college wants to wants to be a uh, wants to do Peace Corps. Yeah. 3.0 GPA. Yeah. Black kid yeah, I see, that, I, that was that, on the news Wasn't it About that 2000s Yeah this was, I seen, this seen that on the news Like this is like Really familiar to yeah, me Yeah so like Imagine that, man. You're 21 years old. You go to a protest to fight white supremacy, and you end up you in the middle a victim, of white supremacy. In the middle, of it, yeah, and you and you, you end up with facing two felony charges. That's like, dog, your life's over. Right? right. And why is that right. a felony? Not. Yeah, okay? hey, I don't gotta listen to like, like, like. And you are
0: saying move back? I, I can't move back if people not moving back. I mean, yeah, that's and, basic. And, that, and that's what that's it basic. was. Like, yeah. If I that that might start a fight, me moving back yeah. into somebody. Bro,
1: so I, I watched. I watched 27, I got the body cam, police body cam footage, watched 27 hours of footage. Literally only 30 seconds of it was relevant, right? Like, yeah. 27 <laughs> hours, 30 <laughs> seconds yeah. of it was relevant. But it was relevant showing my man's complying with the police when they told him to move back. He yeah. did it every time. And then the point was, like, he backed, like, it was people behind him, yeah. right? So he couldn't back up no more than what he did, man. And Ended up ended up getting the case thrown out. Yeah, right. That's right. For that, Congratulations.
0: Bro. But see, this how I feel about this, bro. You cannot tell me what you... To do because you're the police Actually you work for me I am mm. a tax yep. citizen No taxes, no police salary So you could be mad at you See cause this might sound crazy But the police gonna have to kill me or you're gonna have to fight me because I know that if you know what I'm saying, like yeah. if especially if I know I'm not breaking no laws, like I I am not scared of the police. And yeah, that's like yeah. that's that's what I don't like about these hardcore gangster, thug, rap, whatever these niggas is. Like, bro, you will shoot me in my face, but the police say stop and you stop. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like you will trash my motherfucking neighborhood in angster, but you won't go to Westland and throw a crumb out the window and you can throw food out the window because it's, it's edible. Easy. You know, yeah, yeah. you know bro, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, man, I, and, I, and and I, I I like bro, you know not a gangster if you're scared of the police because your fear, how, why are you scared of him? Because he's white, because he's authority. He's not authority to you if you know that you complying with the law. No, yeah. that, and that's what people don't understand. Like, bro, if you're, him being mad and telling you to do something don't mean you breaking the law. So you don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be scared. Like, when the police put me over, bro, I'm not worried because, A, I, uh, I'm a licensed carrier. And they know that when they pull me over. So the narrative in their head as a black man with a gun, when they're walking to the car, that's the narrative that they're already playing. So I know when they run my license plate, I do that. So the narrative in my head is I'm not even reaching for my gun. This bitch is on my lap. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't, because if, me and my brother, you know, we twins, we identical twins. We we got we've been attached from the hip forever, right? Mm-hmm. But our whole thing is, bro, if the police kill you, go kill that police officer. All police not bad. And I'm not advocating murder. I'm saying, like, all police not bad. I got family members, there's police and all that. But if a nigga kill you, then I would go kill that nigga. All niggas ain't bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you feel What I'm saying yeah. and,
0: and that's what People don't understand Like Everybody talking This Trayvon Martin shit That George Zimmerman shit Like I, I hate that whole Said that X died And George Zimmerman Still alive Cause that put That poisoned the mind Of ignorant people Because At the end of the day It's Trayvon Martin's Father's job to protect him and protect his legacy. On top of that, George Zimmerman is not a person in law enforcement. George Zimmerman is not even a white man. He's a Hispanic male, and they twisting the narrative. They putting him in the law, like because people are actually like protesting about this, like George Zimmerman is just a citizen who took another citizen's life, who was, even if you was a security guard, that's not even considered law enforcement. And again, he's not a white male. Even the white male is conditioned to think that George Zimmerman is white. Like, the origins of a last name is not even American white Zimmerman. then if you look into it, he's of Hispanic origin and they that's like the narrative they want to push to people to go against each other right it? and that's what I'm saying like it's not if I'm a G and I'm doing my thing, bro you protect your son. you know what I'm saying like if I got kids and I if, if something happened to my daughter and I don't do nothing. My daughter's mother not gonna be able to look at me in the face. Mm. We not gonna be able to talk no more. We not if we married, we're not gonna be able to be married because she can't possibly feel protected because I let our baby die. Mm. And I don't know, y'all still do I don't even know if they still live in this neighborhood where this man's family live at. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it was. They lived in a neighborhood together. Yeah. So you know his family ain't moved. Why would I move? So y'all let these people do this to your son push y'all out the neighborhood, or y'all still there, which is worse for the other kids, mm. because he can come back to his parents' house anytime he want. And I think people should stop posting no memes and all of this saying why Zimmerman's still alive and all that. Call Trayvon Martin, daddy, and ask him why Zimmerman's still alive. Because mm. George Zimmerman signing Skittles packets don't make me mad. The fact that his daddy ain't do nothing, that make me mad. Him trying to sell the gun. My nigga, just set it up where you say you go buy the gun. It's on eBay. You could get them to you. Or... Go to his mama house. You ever want to do something to somebody and you can't find them? <laughs> go to their mama house. Go to their mama house. They sit go on come. or they the porch. Or they, they, as a nigga, his grandma house, because that's who raised <laughs> To Sit on the porch. They go come, bro. So people need to stop saying who should do what to George Zimmerman. That's Trayvon Martin's daddy's responsibility. If you ain't got it in you to do it, then get it done. But don't say, you GJ Johnson, so you should do it. And I should sit back and just go on TV and cry and be sad about it because my baby gone, no, bro, somebody do something to my kids or my nieces and my nephews, I'm on their head, and I'm coming to get the civil rights attorney to get me
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> so so even, even going back, man, we'll, like to what we'll started this point of you, you talking about, like, the police and the yeah. no man of police, man. So about a month ago, I was in Chi-town on the south side. I was in Englewood. Yeah, I was yeah. about to head back to the D. I stopped at a gas station, minding my business. Middle of the day. Dude walks up on me. You know, you don't walk up on nobody at a gas station. Yeah. So I'm you know, pumping my gas. So I turn around, you know, look at my man. I'm like, what's up? You know, dude goes, is this your car? And after, he, baseball hat, you know, jacket <laughs> on. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, is this your car? And then he pulls out his badge. I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, at this point, I see the police officer. Yeah. But I'm already like, yeah, know, yeah. like, what's up? Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to need to see ID. I said, you don't need to see nothing. So he goes, like, what? I said, I'm telling you off rip. You don't need to see nothing. He's like, off rip. What you mean? I'm like, I'm telling you before we even engage, we're not having a conversation about my ID. Right. Two more cars pull up, hop out. Four police officers surround my car, block me in. So dude goes, um, like, we need to see some ID. I go, I told your man, I'm not showing them no ID. So they look puzzled. And I go, look, dog, I'm a civil rights attorney. I'm not showing y'all nothing. Right. Whole expression, like, everything changes. My mm. man look at his homeboy like, like, chill. So yeah. he goes, um, what is he? He, he has something. He, oh, he pulls some BS. He goes, what's his license plate say?" Dude says, "Michigan." He goes, "Oh, we, we said it was um, we said it was uh, it was something crazy like Georgia, yeah. Like oh, it was supposed to be Georgia place." I'm like, "Dog, like y'all were not looking for no plates. Like right, yeah. right, y'all no was looking homes. for me, looking yeah, for y'all, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if y'all looking for an innocent black exactly. male to yeah. harass. So dude, you know they they wrap it up real quick, right? I mean, it started to get tense. They wrap it up real quick. You know, realize they had the wrong one. Bounce. But it's crazy, dog, because they end up like. How often do they do that to any, any, every? Yeah, that's every person? day. That's you every, just every single at a gas day.
0: station pumping gas. Literally. What difference if it makes my car? Did this? You didn't even run the plates. No, no, walked up right. Yeah. So for you to ask me that, what are, are? Am I not supposed to be pumping gas in a yeah. car? a in a motor car. Vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. And that's sad too, because I got like little partners from Chicago in the twenty to twenty two age range, and I engage with them because, like, I even got a theory about Chicago, right? And it's like. They be confirming it like, okay, like some time ago, like they had left the shoes. Uh, in the truck You remember oh, that Oh yeah yeah mate, And, and my man yeah, My man said Bro that just That just was shoes He was like Bro they do that In my neighborhood All the time with guns He like This not me making this up Yeah Like I got a brother Who 27 Who Ben told me Like listen man If you see a truck With guns It's a trap Don't go in it. Yep. You know what I'm saying So this is a 27 year old Telling his 21 year old brother What about the black kid Who don't got that 27 year old exactly. brother yep. You know what I'm saying And they just see guns I seen a, I never will forget this I seen a nigga In Chicago With in a rocket, rocket launcher man on the instagram and the police told the people if you're beefing with him it's best you stay away (laughs) where the nigga get the rocket launcher from (laughs) what no but it it, it got the it got the rocket in it it got the thing so where did where did you get this exactly out of a bait truck or they brung it to him you feel what i'm saying and it's like we got to deal with so much as as blacks black men black women All of that, and it's just like people still act like they don't get it and want to benefit from us being at the bottom of the pot of soup. Right. Think about if you wasn't an attorney. Exactly. Bro, you might have been a hashtag just because you said, I don't want to show my ID because I'm that type of person. I ain't an attorney. I remember the police came over my house. I told them, uh, hey, get off my property. Mm -hmm. He said, what you mean? I said, well, I didn't call you. So it's no reason for you to be at my door. The closest you can come is what city owned, which is that sidewalk in the street. Get off my property. He got back up. I said, I care how my grass look. Everybody get off my grass. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm in the door. Yep. You can see my hands. You can't say I turned around for no weapon, cause the couch and I do got my weapon, and you allowed to have weapons in your house. Yeah. My gun is visible, but it's a far enough away that if I just turn around, you can't say yeah. I reach for it. Yeah. Just get off my get off my property. Mm-hmm. Cause I said if I got to call my lawyer, it's going to get bad for everybody. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you the politics, though. So later on that year, I go to volunteer my time to be a coach for kids, K-2, through because my daughter was playing basketball. And they ain't clear me. So I'm like, that's crazy. So I'm like to my lawyer, Lex, like, we got to see what's up because my name is so common.
1: Yeah. like.
0: She could pull it up It's eight people We know three people With his so exact the same, same name, name. Yeah, I know, said Lex We gotta pull it up Because the only thing That could be preventing me Is they got the wrong name And it must be something About some kids And I just wanna let them know This ain't me Yeah So we go there We talk And the, and the, the police chief Is black And he keeps saying You know cause certain things happen And I'm like Lex, what is he talking, talking about? about? Like, Because it, it's out my mind. Like, Lex, what is he talking about? He was like, and we kind of – like it, if, if, if it was drug-related, we probably could overlook it. I'm like, What's, what is this man talking oh, about? We can like, overlook gotta, the drug-related. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm trying to – I'm taking my time to coach kids. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I'm taking three nights out of my week to coach kids. What are you talking about? Then he finally just broke and said it. He said, has the police ever been called to your house within the last year? Then I'm like, the last year? Like, what? Then I said – I got it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And come to find out, one of the police who I told to get off my grass was also gonna be a coach. So mm-hmm. he must have been like, "Oh, that's the guy house we went to." And and his mama wow. ran the organization, and then I moved right across the uh, right across the sidewalk. You feel from what I'm him. saying? But wow. then, but I, I told like, if I ain't in the wrong, I'm not in the wrong. Nothing's stopping me. I'm about to coach these kids. Yes. She had somebody come from her church, and I told him, "Listen." This is my team, bro. We can coach together, but I ain't walking away because I ain't do nothing wrong. And her son, who was the police, was like, Yeah, I was over your crib that night, but I, I feel like you was right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause yeah. like he, like I feel like he was right, but he, he just a responding officer. Yep. So he, he only got to say so if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was that white male who I know the law. You can be on the sidewalk or you can be in the street. You cannot be in my yard if I didn't summon you or a person at my house didn't call you. You know what I'm saying? then every house on the block, damn, they're blue, so that don't help. So yeah. y'all don't even know if y'all at the right house. Yep. I just was on the couch and seeing some police at the door, like,
1: damn. was that a weed <laughs> motion? Was just <laughs> <you> fucking weed. <laughs> was <that a> weed <laughs>
0: motion? So the only way to really make an impact In politics is like uh, financial support Like really like that's what it is Like you know you gotta You need financial support Like good politicians who really go change the community Need financial support And that's what people don't understand like a lot of these politicians, they just blowing people out the water because they got more ads, they got more pull because of the money that's behind them. So let's talk about how you raise that money. What do, you, How would you raise that money?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, and organizing, right, we talk about there's two ways to build power. People and money, right? Organized people, organize money, right? And, and, and people, right, is the ideal way that, you know, grassroots folks try to build it. But the fact of the matter is, like you mentioned, if you ain't got the money, man, hey, like it ain't happening. Some of these 90 big 90 races, mean, even these local races, if you get outspent five to one, you ain't you ain't got a it ain't shot happened. in hell. Yeah. So, man, the, the, the thing that I've been thinking about lately, man, and, you know, kind of in my political interactions is, like, how do we raise money from our community, within our community, to support candidates that come from our community so that they don't got to go outside, that they don't got to take money from corporations, they don't got to take money right, because when you cash. once you take that money, it's a
0: it's, it's you owe some favors. because yep. that's what politics is it's a it's a money game of favors. So, what is a political action committee?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, a political action, most people know them as a super PACs, right? Like, most people know them from these big, you know, billion dollar corporations put money into a political action committee that then allows them to put unlimited funds into a candidate. So, as an individual, us four here. Like, like we can only give a thousand dollars to one campaign, right? Okay. One person's campaign. But they no, that's them. legitly. That's real. That's, like, that's legit law. So a yeah. thousand dollars a piece, or a thousand dollars collectively? No, well, a piece, right? So okay. if we wanted to support John Doe, I could give a thousand dollars, and that's it. And you could give your own thousand, but that's a cap. But the way they set the system up now is where you know, really, a lot of these Republicans really man created a system where they basically have an organization, which is a political action committee. That they can funnel money to unlimited, and that political action committee now can give unlimited or 10, 20 right. times. So the, that's the just their amount. way of getting around. That's their way of getting around the system, right? So that's a super PAC. But what, you know, the way I'm looking at it is, though, no, we can do the same thing, yeah. right? But we ain't got to do it from a corporate standpoint, man. We can right. do it from a local standpoint. Make sure that any, you know, if we want to put all our money in this pot and give it to one person instead of that person only getting 1,000 from me. He can get four, five, ten, twenty thousand from this pack, right, right, and move it.
0: So it's no cap on the pack.
1: Some of them. So a super pack is essentially no cap, but there's no cap on the pack itself. Okay. okay, okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: so, uh, so let's talk about. Uh, so you starting a super pack right now? So that? I'm
1: starting a, not a super pack. I'm starting what's called an independent political action committee. Right. So a super okay. pack is usually connected to a like a corporation or oh, a candidate yeah, yeah. already. Right. So yeah. they can have their own pack that. Specifically supports that candidate or something right. Independent means it stands alone I'm not affiliated you know, We're not affiliated with any candidate any Or any political right, yeah, party so
0: That's what I was going to say, political party or political I'm, not a I Democrat, don't, yeah, I'm not a Democrat or Republican, Republican, Republican. Mm-hmm. Not, You want my vote, you know what you got to yeah. do. do I'm going to give you a perfect example Right? I, this is a real perfect example Because I'm voting absentee ballot And I vote absentee because I really like to Take my time and really look at Once you make the ballot, then I get to looking at you You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Small elections are what control where we at. Like, yep. the presidential election, like, everybody hate Donald Trump and all that. But I, the truth is Donald Trump doing something that's directly going to affect me in a positive way. So, okay, you know how you're doing that tariff stuff with mm. the uh, – okay, so – I work at an engine plant, right? Mm. And if that actually do what it's supposed to do, that's going to stop engine production in Mexico and they have to bring Mm -hmm. those engines not to a plant but literally the plant I work at. So if you were asking me how does Trump affect me, he definitely just gave 10 more years of work in Mm. my line of work. Mm. So your view on Trump might not be my view on Trump because... And that don't mean you a Trump supporter. And that don't mean I'm a Trump supporter. I'm just breaking it down how people don't know how stuff literally affect them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so but... Locally, okay, Ken Worthy, the prosecutor, you know what I'm saying? And everybody got good and bad to say about Ken Worthy, right? But Ken Worthy just indicted a sergeant in Westland and two EMTs in Westland that was responsible for my homeboy death because mm. he died in the jail. Ken Worthy got my vote mm. because she wasn't afraid, because she hit him with the charges, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, nah, the court system and how all of that go, that, that ain't got nothing to do with her. I know the game, yeah. I know politics, you know what I'm saying? But I do know that. That directly affected me because I lost somebody. Yeah. And she, so Kim Worthy got my vote, hands down. Yeah. And, and i didn't seen Kim Worthy do charges. She Where she did get yet. your vote. No, It's did. not the first time yeah. you would yeah. vote for her. Yeah, it's, it's, it's times this. that she didn't get my vote. Yeah. and yep. But she did something for me that I could personally say, you did good to me. You deserve my vote. Exactly. You know because I think votes are earned because yeah, it's deserved. earned. Yeah. That's why I'm not yeah. affiliated I'm, with a no political, one political party. party. I don't care who's running for president. If you say these two things, No student loan, because that affects my household, because me and my wife have degrees. My wife has an advanced degree, and we owe a lot of money.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: get rid of student loans, you got our vote, because that that directly affects us. But the most important thing is I think that every person in the United States who's a citizen should receive money for groceries. They're never going to do that. But they're (laughs) never going to do that. But if that was the case... Everything would get better because the grocery store would know if a family of four comes in, we're guaranteed, they already been guaranteed, just say $600 a month, right? So the food got to be better. It got to be processed better. Mm -hmm. And the food would get better. And then a lot of stuff that's happening is because what people say, I got to eat. I'm doing this because I got to eat It's it's really some people who not eating Who depend on a bridge card And they try to spin the narrative that it's black people But no it's not It's not. And even if you look at the paperwork You either black of African American descent Non-Hispanic descent Or you're white So it's a lot of people checking white And that's who benefiting But just give it to everybody Nobody looking funny at the person in front of them With two carts full of food I spend cash money I've never had two carts full of food So I already know what it is you know what I'm saying? And if you in my vicinity and I know you and you got a bridge card, oh, I, I work every day. You got to buy me something. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Or just everybody get one. Now, if you exceed that, you on your own. But yeah. the, People will learn how to budget. Now, we know. Now, we in school. you the economics teacher. You know that at this point... Everybody get this. And I teach people how to budget for groceries. Stuff that we need mm-hmm. to know. You might not have a parent who knew that. So let's yeah. go in the world. They're my two votes. You get them vote. You get that. You got my vote. So, <laughs> I so, so how, can, uh, how can people get involved with the... Uh the uh, independent
1: uh yeah man so it's, it's a lot of ways to get involved so, so as you mentioned man i launched a political action committee named pack that thing up right and it's, you know like the you like the juvenile, up, like the juvenile yeah, song so. and, it's, and it's been getting a lot of buzz uh here in michigan you know but also nationally just because of the name alone and then when yeah. folks get in and see you know it's it's it's, it's presented to be a, a hip-hop centric electoral um you know component to to really focus on you know young black you know candidates and Um, You know, one way you can get involved off RIP, right, is is going to, you know, www.pttu.org and donating. Also, right, we'll have some, um, you know, we'll have some candidate endorsements coming up, right? We'll be endorsing candidates this year specifically locally in Metro Detroit area. So checking out those uh, endorsements when they come out, you know, later this month and supporting, you know, those candidates. Oh, right, right. Because voting is next month. Voting is next month. Voting is next month. Yeah. Actually to the date, I think. Yeah. Actually to the date. Yeah. Voting
0: is next month. So I like to say to people like, you know what I'm saying? Like people be like, you know, people died for the right or whatever. Voting is a choice. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't vote for whatever reason you don't vote, don't complain. But you don't have to go vote because somebody tells you that somebody died for your right to vote. No, they died for your choice to vote because your right is to have a choice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I hate when people say, well, I'm only voting. Or when they say, well, the lesser of two evils or I'm a Democrat. Like, historically, the Democratic Party was founded on Christchurch. Sharecropping And black people Were Republicans And the KKK Was the Police force For the Democratic Party So You're not a Democrat You only became a Democrat When LBJ Introduced Social Security Because that's what swung And how he won the vote Wasn't it LBJ Who introduced It was FDR FDR That's when you That's when black people Became Democrats So You're not a Democrat You're not a Republican Think independently What's going to help Your household What's going to directly Affect your community And if you want to Stop gentrification Shooting the air Every couple nights And they ain't gonna Want to be there (laughs) That'll stop Or or you buy that property Or you buy that property It's just cause They bought the property That you've been The the building you've been Complaining about And throwing bottles In the yard And broke all the windows out They just say hey we can make this a starbucks let's put it up you yeah, know what mm-hmm. i'm saying cuz I, I like we shouldn't be moving from the inner city you know yeah, what i'm and saying and that's a yeah. mistake too that's a bro. Mistake. Like, like i own property in angster you know what i'm saying my my address is in angster i don't live in angster you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but my address is in angster so i pay my taxes and stuff in angster and i do that for a reason i'm yeah. going to get more property in you should go get more property and you should uh you should support what this brother doing because we only losing because we're losing the community Like it's not mm-hmm. a, even a community no more These hoods These ain't neighborhoods no more Because in a neighborhood If I live next door to Jeremy Or if I live next door to uh, Jay Johnson I could go get some sugar from Mrs. Orr mm-hmm. I could go get some food from Mr. Johnson Or Mr. Johnson might be showing his son How to do something that I don't have a dad to do And he would show me That's a community And we need to get back to that Because I hear a whole lot of complaining That people walking their dogs at 4 o'clock in the morning You know, first of all You shouldn't be out walking no dogs at four o'clock in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's because they got these super packs and they dumping their money into these candidates and they getting that's how gentrification started because some of these super packs back the right candidates. Like, come on, bro. They buying real estate From looking at a helicopter From looking down in a, in a helicopter If you ever been Where was we at That building With uh Where they uh, yeah, 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 when we, Dan you, Gilbert Dan Gilbert Have you ever Took the tour In Dan Gilbert uh, With the security uh, And all uh, of that Yeah yeah you, yeah. You, okay so But when you looking At the little Lego shit Oh and, the 3D Yeah the 3D Lego, Lego shit He did that From a helicopter To yeah. see I want this I want this I want this And this This and this That's Brightmore. That's the yep. east side That's uh That's, that's all the neighborhoods that you grew up in And you claim you love But when you drive through them They they, they fucked up They dilapidated yep. So you can't get mad But you need to support candidates That's go build these neighborhoods up And Jeremy doing the right thing He's starting to pack He's telling y'all what it is For people who never heard of it You know what I'm saying yep. So pack that thing up and let's support this brother in the candidate. Even if he's supporting the candidate that you don't roll with, still donate, man, because that at kind one of, point, at one point that that same candidate. pack is go support a candidate that you with just because this go around it ain't your person. You know what I'm saying? But like before he even stepped on the mic, before we even had a conversation, I say, hey, man, my lawyer was looking for you. She read the same article that I read, and she want to talk to you because she she in the politics, and I gave him her number now. I might not feel what she whatever y'all are doing. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm supporting the pack. So yep. whatever donation you need from me, I'll give you a couple hundred or some whatever, bro, because I'm talking to you. I know you in the right place. And just because it ain't my time to benefit, do yeah. you know, the, the overall benefit is the black man starting the pack to show you how it worked. So the whole benefit is in twenty five years, my daughter could be a product of that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? His daughter, your son, whatever. So yep. people gotta support stuff and Get educated on it, but don't say you know, Democrat, just because you're black, man. Please don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do yeah. that. And bro. don't look at somebody who say they're Republican because they're black with the turned up nose because you don't, every black person don't story have the same, makes the same story. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even in the same neighborhood and not in the same neighborhood, like spiritually, we connected, but some people just disconnect and they think, oh, he's a Republican. Like, we don't, no, bro, break it down, sit down and talk to him. Y'all probably got the same issues. Like, how can you say you care about what somebody else do with their body? I'm pro-choice. You know what I'm saying? That might be a, repu- a Democratic view, right? But then I don't like very oh, good social services. That's a Republican view. Why? Because I see what social services did to my community. You feel what I'm saying? Because when, that's this all started because the social services took your community center away. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And think about I know women who be like, oh, no, I don't want to get a better job because then my—, my uh, car to get cut off like what like you, why you want them in your business you yeah. feel what i'm saying social services actually hurt us the worst it took the black man out the household because to get the best benefits it can't be no father around exactly so uh just to wrap this up just to bring this back around how can people support what you're doing how can people contact, contact you? you what else you got going on just give them a quick rundown so we we'll know how to support and then we will put the link to the uh to, to the page, uh, to the page in the show description. Back. In the show description.
1: Back. Yeah, so like I mentioned, man, check out the page, pttu.org. You can reach me at jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y at e m y, at pttu.org. Uh, you know, reach out, man. Happy to to chat and get y'all plugged in or whatever, you know, you want to get plugged into in the political realm here in the city.
0: Yeah, you on uh, Instagram? Nope. Okay. No Instagram. No,
1: no, Instagram, no good, Twitter. Good. What is it? PTT? Yeah, PTTU.org.
0: All right, so no social media, but if you want to get at SJ and AJ, you want to be a guest on the show, you can hit us at PR at TCOHH.org. Again, that's PR at TCOHH.org on Instagram and Twitter at TCEpod. And uh, I want for my brother what I, I, want, I want for him.
1: myself.